Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Michael Campion, and he played Jackson Fuller on Fuller House. Hey, Michael, how are you doing? Hey, man, good to talk to you. I'm so glad that we could set this up. Your uh, publicist is so amazing. He set me up with like four or five interviews. I believe you're like the fifth interview he set me up with. And he is a really chill dude. Like he's really a cool guy. Yeah, Turk is awesome. I love him. Absolutely. So first question I got for you is how did you get your start into acting? Yeah, how did I get my start? Um, man, I've been doing this for a long time. I was about uh, five years old when I uh, when I officially started. But uh, through a, a bit of like a weird coincidence, um, I was taking these uh pictures um these the uh, christmas card pictures from my my mom like it was the whole family and the photographer lady who's my mom's best friend was like wow your son is very photogenic do you mind if i send a sample to one of my friends and then that that friend turned out to be like the head of this like crazy modeling agency like this head like in, in miami it's called wilhelmina and then i signed as to, to be like a model and they're like hey he should get stuff on his resume i mean i'm 5 years old at this point so they're like maybe he should try theater so i went into theater and the rest is history i mean i just loved it i did like community theater and plays for like my church at the time and uh, yeah that's that's like where it initially started but even before then i mean i was super extroverted i mean i just i love talking to people and interacting with people so it really wasn't like a big leap forward it was really just like channeling that energy into something you know cool right. so and it's funny because some actors they have they are some of them are introverted and you're like how do they do this when they're introverted because like sure really a, you know you have to be outspoken really to you really enjoy this and i mean there are a lot of people that you wouldn't believe that they are introverted which is pretty interesting yeah and that, that's a whole other angle to acting i feel like sometimes they use that as a way to come alive like like that's uh, I don't know. I like, like, I think about people like, like Johnny Depp who are, you know, super introverted and, right. and like the characters that he's able to, to create are just crazy. Absolutely. So yeah. what was your biggest ch uh, challenge being a child star? The biggest challenge. That's a good question. Um, my biggest challenge uh, probably was trying to balance like school and a social life and, and my work because, um, hmm, you, you know, school is already a full-time job. So right. I, I had to transfer out of my normal school that I was in before, because I live in Florida, I'm in Orlando. So I was going to a school here. And then when I booked the job, I was out there. So I was trying to get my work from there to the place. Like, this is not working out. So I transferred to online school. I didn't like that very much. And then I found there was another school um, that caters like two child actors. Like they have a lot of child actors in the program. Um, and so that was really great. But I think that the like um, dynamics of, trying to be social like while you also have like this basically two full-time jobs was was uh was was pretty challenging but honestly very rewarding you know I I feel like I, I learned a lot discipline and you know I had to really push myself to get stuff done so it was good yeah absolutely especially being like you know a child star you're it's not that you're just in the limelight but you it's like you have you've got a job so you've got to grow up like you know grow up fast you know what I mean like it really is a big responsibility. It really is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, that's what I tell everyone. I mean, I was 12 and I had learned how to, you know, be professional and all that. So it was, uh, it was, it was really, it was really, really great life skills. I feel like. Absolutely. So um, what was your audition like for Fuller House? 
<laughs> that this is a fun story. This is this, this might take a minute here, but what happened was, um, uh, I had gotten I was in Florida, just you know, a normal audition came through. It was like Untitled. Sorry about that. It was like a, a Untitled Sitcom Four or whatever. I was like, okay. And so I go through it, and then I, I get a callback, which was pretty big deal. You know, I, I got a callback. You know, that's like the next step. Still didn't know what it was. They still didn't tell me the name. By the third time, they said, oh, this is Fuller House, like the sequel to Full House. And I loved Full House. I mean, like I watched it on Nick and Knight and I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And so I, I mind you, I'm doing this all from Florida from a self tape. Like I'm not actually in the room doing stuff at this point right now. Um, but uh, like something happened where I actually didn't end up getting the role at first. They gave it to another kid. And then he was filming for, he, he was doing the, the first week for like three days. And they said, oh, like, we don't really like the chemistry. We need to recast. And so I'm at the um, self-tape place for a completely separate audition. And my mom gets this email and she's like, oh my gosh, this just happened. Like, we need to put this on tape right now. Like, like, like they, they want you to go right the second. Like, oh my gosh. So we, we go to Walmart, we change my clothes. We come back, we do the audition, and like an hour later, they're like, okay, we want you to fly out here for your final audition. So I get on a plane at like 6 a.m. The, the next morning, and we get picked up by this limousine, and we're, next thing I know, I'm getting carted off to Warner Brothers Studios. I'd never been there before, and it was like really, really early. So me and my mom are sitting in this, the equivalent of like a janitor's closet in the, in the, in the casting office, because the you know, security guard let us in because he felt bad because we'd have to be sitting outside because it wasn't actually open. So I sat there for a couple hours going over my stuff. I go in the room, I do my audition. And there was like one of the kid there too. And they were like, hey, you got the job like right on nice. the spot. So then like they cut my hair. The next day I was filming like literally just like that. My entire life just got turned around in like less than 24 hours. It was really crazy. That is awesome. It really is. That it's funny because every time, like, uh, when the new season of Full House came out, I would always go over to my Aunt Candy's house because she is a big Full House fan as I am. And we, right from, you know, season one and then, of course, season two and all the other seasons, we would end up, uh, I would end up going to her house. She would make her famous uh, homemade macaroni and cheese with tomatoes. And we would have that, iced tea, and binge, like, all the episodes. And I wouldn't get home. Uh, now I live in Maryland. At the time, I was living in Pennsylvania with my parents. And uh, I end up going home and um, like, I'll probably get home by like three, four in the morning at least or so. Wow, yeah. that's, man, that's a really cool memory. Like yes. so, something like that, that lasts with you forever, you know? It really does. And it's, it's so much fun. Like we really have a good time. Like it, it, it was just, we laughed at so many scenes. And like some of the scenes, like, I mean, even the, like the scene when you're doing the science project and you're doing the volcano, like just the, your line, your line dealer, I can't remember the line off the top of my head. It's like, my volcano erupted. <laughs> yeah uh, i was up all night erupting my volcano yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid it yeah so funny because like you could take that in so many different ways and it was just the way it was, it was delivered was so funny the writers are and good stephanie, yeah. and jody sweet and stephanie's face oh my god like she like <laughs> it was great yeah there's, there's a lot of good moments in the show awesome sure. yeah so um what was it like working with candace cameron right <laughs> yeah man she's great I mean, she's like, a, she's like a mom to me, you know, I, I, I spent, you spent five years, you know, with these people that are pretty much mentoring you the whole time. I mean, honestly, it, it's not just Candace, but it's everyone else too. I mean, like, like, like the, like the three main girls, I feel like I, I 
they all are my family and she really feels like my mom and they really feel like my aunts and uncles and stuff. I mean, it's, it's so like, it's strange because a lot, and I'm talking generally here because Candace is, you know, I, I love her. I love her to death and she's great. But I think as a whole, like everyone as a family, it, it's crazy because no, I have never been on a show or ever seen a, a cast that has like this much chemistry because, you know, they had 30 years of chemistry. Absolutely. And now we're coming in and man, it just like, it's such a healthy set and everyone loves each other and everyone respects each other. And there's like no drama. And I really do miss it. I mean, I, I really do because, you know, next time I get on another project, it, I'm, I'm sure it won't have that, you know, that same magic that it had on the, on Fuller, on Fuller House. Yeah. yeah. Now do you still talk to Candace or any of the other cast members? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I still talk to them. I mean, we have a group chat where we're like, send stuff like for holidays or birthdays and stuff but it 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 really sucked because right after fuller house ended covid hit so pretty much all 2020 we didn't get a chance to like see each other or reconvene so once things start opening up you know for real i definitely want to plan to get together absolutely that would that would be so much fun too yeah reminiscing and actually seeing each other again like i know like i i'm dying to go out i'm dying to go back out like i really am like I get sure. my second COVID shot uh, tomorrow morning. I, I work at the U.S. Coast Guard, so I get my I get it at the Coast Guard yard. So I get that at seven thirty in the morning, and then hopefully I'll be able to you know actually be able to go out. Of course, I'll still be wearing my mask and everything because I don't. I told everybody like I don't care about myself. I care about people like my dad and people that have other people that are more prone to dying from this illness. I'm young. I'm healthy. I know I'm going to be able to survive this um at least to you know at least i'll be able to fight it more than somebody that has an alien you know an illness or somebody that wouldn't that's older you know what i mean so really like covid has really taken a back turn, especially on the acting industry that's really took its toll sure yeah i mean hollywood got shut down the most because it's such an intimate you know environment so yeah i hey that's great for you man you know thank you thank you so um what was your favorite episode that you filmed for fuller house and why my favorite episode. Okay, I have two answers to this. My my favorite all time like just filming experience was going to Japan. That was really really cool. I mean, getting like a culture shock and, and like just such a beautiful place and meeting all kinds of cool people was was awesome. I mean, that was one experiences that'll carry forever. Uh, but I'm thinking about uh, like my personal favorite. Man, I I have a few, but I think I think one that I really like that just set apart um it was this one episode where uh i i really really wanted to oh i told the writer specifically to make this episode i was like guys i really want an episode where i bond with matt and steve like please 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 and so they're like all right so i had this whole episode like where steve was teaching me how to drive and then and then matt came around and like we had like a whole thing like we ended up grilling steaks on the on the on the on the engine it was man i was like yeah this is great so i was really happy for jackie that's but yeah awesome. that's my favorite one that's awesome that's so cool um now when you went to japan are you like a nintendo fan at all or yeah yeah i mean i grew up with nintendo awesome yeah. so did you uh see any of the nintendo exhibits or anything that were there nintendo exhibits i i don't remember going specifically to like a nintendo exhibit but i feel like everywhere i went there was some type of like video game culture like I remember going, I, I do remember going to a Pokemon store though. That was raw. That was really, it was like a whole store. It, it looked like, like something straight out of Japan. Like this is stereotypical, but like, yeah. Um, yeah, it was really cool though. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I still have the same Nintendo 64 that I had when I was when it per- like when I first got it in 1996, with the same game that I got in 1998, Banjo Kazooie, and 2000 Banjo Tooie, and I still play it, and it still works to this day. It's in my bedroom. Man, man, you guys had all the good games. I feel like nowadays, like you know, when, when I was born in 2002, so I, I I grew up like when things were a little bit more like like advanced. You know, I like Xbox, like like the 360, and now I'm playing, you know whatever, whatever. But man, like those older games, they just hit you like right, right in the stomach. Yeah, I guess. Absolutely. I was born in 89. So the very end of the 80s, December 89. And sure. Absolutely. Like I love like even the Nickelodeon shows are so much better. Full House is really like it wasn't it wasn't near over like halfway through or whatever. Like, you know, it just started in like 88 or 89, I believe in that around that time. So I mean, I grew up watching Full House with my parents. Like, I mean, I literally that would be our Friday nights when I was like, four or five years old i'd be watching for you know full house it was so much fun yeah so yeah you, you mentioned fun. that you um that you did uh watch a uh, full house um when you were uh, younger i mean before you was uh, you know started everything so like what was your favorite moment of, of that show like that resonated with you a uh, full house hmm that's a good question i don't think anyone's actually ever asked me that before i my favorite moment of full house um i think there's this there's this one episode that I that I just that stands out in my mind. It was um, I think Jesse was having like this like nightmare scenario where like he married Kimmy Gibbler or something yes, like that, yes. and then he was like fat and balding and like begging. I I remember that that's that that was a pretty funny yeah. episode. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was a good one. Uh, yeah, I, I know what, one thing that I love, loved, like one line that I loved was, was Candace Cameron line. And oh my God, like her delivery on it was so hilarious. Where, uh, where um, it was uh, Danny and Joey were um, in jail for like, they were like, and they were just like women or something like that. And uh, they called the house and they get DJ and D- Danny's like, DJ, I'm sorry, um, listen to me carefully. I'm in jail. And she's like, you're where? <laughs> And then Kimmy Gibbler's the one that I think bails them out or something. She's like, "That's funny." Like something about, "Hey, how's the slammer going?" <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I need. To, I haven't seen that, but I gotta rewatch it. That's funny. Yes, that, that's. I don't remember the season, but definitely that's a, that's a pretty good episode. That's a pretty good. Sure. One. And just yeah, Joey, they had some pretty good stuff. Yeah, and just seeing like Danny and Joey, like you know, earrings and lipstick and dresses, <laughs> that was pretty freaking cool. Man, the the chemistry on that show. I mean, like, man, they like 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 the three main guys really had some some yeah. good moments there. Absolutely. So, um, unfortunately, as we know, Fuller House has been canceled on Netflix. So, if they were to bring it back, would you return? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I joke no all question. the time. Oh, no, no question at all. I always thought that they were going to have some like Fuller House Christmas special or something. Oh, I was like, hey, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but uh, I I always joke about Fullest House, like where it's me and and then uh, like Elias and Sony and like we, we're growing up and then like yep. we have kids. Yeah, that's that's 30 years from now. That's that's what's yes. happening. And hey, we can still do Fullest House, you know, maybe, you know, you're 18 years old. I mean, you're old enough to have kids. I mean, maybe you can, you know, be a parent, you know, you have the top you have the toddlers now. Sure, sure. Or or, you know, it's like 
we're going to college so it's like a spinoff and we're like yeah. in an apartment i don't know you know hey. yeah there we go i like that that's actually pretty pretty clever i really we gotta it. we gotta do this we, we, we gotta do. Make I, it happen. I am i am an indie filmmaker i i write i'm a screenwriter i uh, i own greenstone films it's our indie company and uh I, hey if i can get the rights to do that or whatever i'll make that and you, you get come on board i got your publicist <laughs> <laughs> We'll do it. We'll make it happen. <laughs> so uh, what was the best part about filming Fuller House and what was the worst? Best part of filming Fuller House and the worst. Wow. Uh, the best part, in my opinion, uh, was I think every single week was something new. Like like every single, like I was never bored. I, 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 Fridays were my favorite days because we had a live audience. Every day I was having fun. I mean, like, like the freedom and the things I got to experience, like just the, the schedule that we had was so great. Cause I feel like every week it was, we, we were doing a brand new theater show because we would rehearse, we would rehearse and then we do it in front of live audience. And that's always my favorite. I mean, being able to do stuff live in front of people. So mm-hmm. that like theater type flow was, was probably my, my favorite thing. Um, my, my, the worst thing, man, there really wasn't too much that was like, awful I, I gotta be honest with you um i think honestly like like i said the the worst thing for me was school because uh, two two things really it was school and a lack of like a social circle because i you know you're you are doing all the boring parts of school and then like you only see like you see the same people right. every day rather than you know hey like let's like I don't know. I mean, I, I, I definitely found ways yeah. to like make friends, but like that, that consistent, you know, here's a bunch of kids uh, that I didn't have that. And honestly, I'm like, I'm cool that I didn't have that. But uh, if I had to pick something, it, it would be along yeah. those lines. Absolutely. So how many days or like how long did it take to film an episode? So it took uh, four days. Um, we had, it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we had off. Tuesday was, um, we had rehearsals. So basically we, we'd get in at like pretty early, I don't know, around 7am I'd be there for school. And then we would all be on the, on the lot, on the, on the stage. Right. And so this is where it was filmed. Like you had all the sets in there and then there was like a little schedule that showed which scenes we were blocking out. So we had our script and we were going through all the scenes, like it was a play. And then we had lunch or whatnot. And then, um, at the end of the day, the, the writers would come in. And they would um, watch the whole thing like like it was a play. And then the next day we would do the exact same thing, but this time we would get notes on based on what what we did last time. So the script maybe changed or whatever, whatever. We do it all again. This time, in addition to the writers, there was the producers and the TV people, um, like Warner Horizon, do it for them, get new notes. Next day we actually shot anything that we couldn't film in front of live audience, like background work or stunts or babies or dogs or or whatever it was. Then Friday was my favorite day, which basically we had filmed everything, we had rehearsed everything, and now we had like the late, like the like the newest script, and um, we had the live audience. So we would get in relatively late, like maybe like ten or eleven. Uh, we go through some of the stuff that we didn't get a chance to rehearse before. Eat at the at the commissary because we always had to eat like in the stage, but this time we could go out and eat. Um, and and then the live audience would pour in, and then we'd do the whole thing again, like like I said, like it was a show, but like the lights were on and the people were laughing and it was live feedback and man, it was, it was great. So yeah, that was like, that was like a week of filming. 
that's awesome. So that, yeah. that really, that, it really is cool. And it really is magical. Like it really, like, it's hard to believe. Now, anybody on set, like who was like the funniest or the jokester behind the scenes? And I'll even, add, I'm going to add my next question as part of that question, like two parts, that part. And then um, are there any funny behind the scenes stories that you would like to tell the viewing listening audience? The funniest person. I think the funniest person I, and my, okay, I, I, have, I have two. Um, obviously, Dave uh, Couillard. Why know, does that not surprise me? <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, he is, he's Joey through and through, uh, on set and off set. I mean, he's making fart jokes. He's doing impressions. He's making noises. He's just being a silly guy. I love that guy. Um, but I, I also love Adam Hagenboo. He plays Jimmy on, okay. on, the, on the show. Man, is he funny. Man, he's, he, I mean, like, like he is so good as jimmy and like just the stuff that he brings to that character i mean like we had a lot of laughs i mean just like i'll, I'll be watching him in the corner of a scene and the amount that this guy reacts like if like if you okay go back and watch roller house of any scene that jimmy is in he's in the back doing something just making some face or like reacting somehow and it, i i love that that's my favorite whenever I, i'm in a scene with him um, I find that hilarious that uh, Stephanie, who couldn't stand Kimmy Gibbler in Full House, is married the the brother of Kimmy Gibbler that we'd never seen in Full House, but always sure. heard that. Yeah, yeah, that's the irony. I thought that was I thought I that was really good. Um, and then some like funny stuff. Man, there was a lot of funny stuff that happened. I mean, I <laughs> um, just uh, like I wish I could play the entire one through five blooper reel that, that we have. Uh, but the, those are just like the bloopers. I, I'd say some more like intimate moments. I remember one time there was a scene where we had Silly String and, I, and the live audience was there and I just ate it on the floor. Like, like, like I, I, I tripped on, like I slipped on some Silly String. There was, another, I mean, like the, the amount of times I forgot my lines, the, the amount of times that like stuff just went wrong. I mean, so like it, I wouldn't say there's like one thing that, oh, this was the funny thing, but like, every day there, there was something new every day there, there was something to laugh about for sure awesome so i have one more yeah. question for you but after, after before i get to that one i do have a question that i did just think of um when you mess up your lines in front of a live audience how is that handled like like i'm guessing you obviously you film it but like how is that how is that whole experience what is that like um yeah so it it depends on what like it, it's so subjective because uh, hmm. let me explain. So during the, the live audience shoot, generally, if you mess up a line, you go, bah, and then the audience laughs and then they go, okay, go back a few lines and then try from that point and go on. But if for some reason, like, like they have all these like camp, these like very specific camera movements, if you messed it up uh, at a point where like a camera moved or something, like you'd have to go back really far or they just do the whole thing again. So, uh, or sometimes if you mess it up, like, when they were supposed to be like a, like a, like a stunt. Or I remember one time, like I forgot my line, like as I was about to, to kiss um, Ashley, the one who plays Lola. And then like, they're like, okay, do it all again. And then I had to kiss her again. And then it's just like a whole thing. So it, it, <laughs> it really depends. Um, uh, I mean, it's not a big deal. Everyone forgets their, their, their right. lines from, from, from time to time. Literally, it's just like, sometimes like you'll just be sitting there and be like, I forgot my line. And then, right. and then everyone will laugh. So yeah. 
You should, you should look up like Fuller House bloopers. I, I feel like they, yeah, they'll have a lot of I definitely have to do that. That's one thing I yeah. should have done like even after I watched it. I always, I love the bloopers at the best parts of the whole, you know, yeah. thing. Now, uh, before I get to the last question, of course, um, do you, uh, it, like was it hard to memorize all of your lines? No, no. I, I, I feel like people have this idea of like, it's hard to memorize your lines and stuff. I mean, for me, that's never really been a challenge. I, I know for, for some people it's, it's harder, but we had four days with this material and each day, like for me, at least what really helps is instead of just sitting there and memorizing it, like we have blocking to go along with it. So pairing like the words with what I'm doing, like I didn't have to spend a single second doing any extra memorization. It would just happen. Boom, done. And I had it in there. Um, but yeah, but by, by the last day, uh, like it, Honestly, memorizing lines, like it really did me no good because it'd probably be changed by the fourth day anyways. Like if I had it completely like buried in my mind, like they just throw in a new scene or they just like change all my dialogue. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so you just had to get used to that, you know? Absolutely. So last question I got for you, any projects that you have in the works that you would like to promote to our listening and viewing audience? Man, I wish, I wish I had stuff going on right now. Uh, with COVID and all that, it pretty much shut down Hollywood. Things are, you know, ha happening here and there. But I know that um, I, I work at a place called the Magic Castle. Like I'm a magician in, in LA. So if anyone's like around there, you know, and, and you guys can come see me, I'll like as soon as it opens back up, I'll definitely be performing on the weekends. So awesome. come come by the Magic Castle. That'd be a good time. Awesome. And do you, uh, I, I, was, I'm, I read this somewhere. I don't know if you still have it or not, but do you have a podcast? And if so, do you want to promote that? Yeah, so I did have a podcast, um, but I, it, it fell through. I, I'm, we, we might revive it someday. Who knows? That'd be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thank you, Michael, so much for uh, joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate I that. really appreciate it. Um, you have a great rest of your day, and please stay safe. Of course. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, man. Yep. Bye.